Blog Talk Radio. We live! We're live! Live from Chicago and Las Vegas. You're tuned in to the show that's always on top of what's trending. It's Page One. It's Page One. With LaVar and Mary. With LaVar and Mary. What's going on, Blog Talk Radio Nation? Unofficially, for the 200th time, you are tuned in to Page One with LaVar Barry here on Blog Talk Radio. Now, tonight's not only episode... Here, here's the thing, and this is where we have a rough count of this. For those of you who have listened for a long time, know that this show had its beginnings back in 2013. Uh, 10 years and 200 shows, you would probably call us lazy and be like, oh, you only do 20 shows a year, which we don't. Um, But we did a handful of shows, and then we came back um, a few years ago where we started, where we've been kind of in this Friday night slot, it's changed a couple of times, but this has been our slot for the longest. Um, 10 o'clock Eastern, 9 o'clock Central. And unofficially, this will mark the 200 shows since the second go-around. There has been others, but this is show number 200. It is also uh, no bra day. So for you ladies that are listening in, um, relax. Um, it's also take your shirt off. I'm sorry, take your shirt <laughs> yes. off. Yes, uh, it is also Friday the thirteenth. Uh, and and today, actually today, I'm not even sure if we ever did shows on your birthday, but it is Mary's birthday. <laughs> 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 I could make it sound creepy if you want to. Be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we shouldn't. Yes, but how does it feel? Fine. It feels great. I have enjoyed my day like immensely. It's I've had a lot of love, you know, showered in my direction. I got to get to charity this morning, so that was great. Um uh, so that was that was a, a fun time and then it just all week I had a lot of fun at work, people taking me out to lunch. I am really, really grateful for the people that I have in my life that they know how to make me feel good about just being around. So, yeah, it's been I, – I, I got to sit around and basically do nothing. Um, I had a simple lunch. I had a simple dinner. I got an ice cream cake for, for my birthday like I, I'm, there's nothing I can complain about right now, so I think it's wow. a success. Wow! I'm and gonna go with success now, at that point. And now you're here. 
No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I had to fulfill my obligation. No, no I offered you. Hey, I said you absolutely want... offered me an out. I gave you an out. <laughs> <laughs> that you did. That you did. Gave you an out, but no, you deserve the best on this day, and I wish I had a better show planned for you. <laughs> but, um, we will try our best. Like this, two hundred. I was like, it's not really the. It's, it's two hundred. So we're not going to do anything as special as we did with a hundred, or you know, with the anniversaries or anything like that. So tonight. We'll have host, host uh, we'll have host chat, which we're doing right now. Uh, we'll take a look at the almanac. We'll have uh, we'll have a couple of topics for you tonight. Um, Popery night tonight. We have got a couple of articles out of that, and then retro moment of the week. Uh, and then uh, we will also tonight have. Mm, I guess I want to say well. Well, we'll take a look at what's trending. I can't forget that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, for those of you who listen uh, to both page one and, and to the 411 Lounge where we do have them, one of the things that I have liked pretty much or that we added a couple of years ago was 10 questions. Uh, if you've heard them, All of you by now should know what the first and last question are, but in between, uh, you know how my questions could probably get. (laughs) (laughs) So tonight, because it is Mary's Mary's birthday, what we're going to do is we're going to play a round of 10 questions with Mary later on in the program. (laughs) Normally, what also happens is that I give the guests the 10 questions so that they can kind of think about it. She did not want the 10 questions. Nope. Uh, so, unfortunately, um, <laughs> the delay You get to get delayed. this on the fly. <laughs> yes, you got to get an answer on the fly. Oh, and by the way, uh, smoking gun tonight also. Smoking gun files tonight. Um, so, um, but, uh, yeah, uh, 10 questions later on in the program tonight. So, we got a lot to cover. Uh, there is a lot going on, among which uh, we are a few weeks away from Halloween. So I have an interesting study about the, and you can think of it now. You don't have to give your answer now. Um, the most popular Halloween costumes this year and the most popular candy this year. I'll give you time to think about that. Um, I know contrary to what a lot of you are probably thinking, no, I am not. One of my questions on the 10 questions is I am not going to ask Mary to spell fluff or nutter. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad because I still, uh, it's still, it's, I was giggling for hours. (laughs) That was one question I left off. (laughs) That was going to be one of them. I didn't do that. So, uh, but no, uh, we'll have that. And yeah, that's going to be the show tonight. So 
sit back, relax, and we are glad that you're here with us. If you've been with us since the beginning, kudos to you. Um, mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. show in many formats has been uh, – this show in many formats has been about, what, 30 minutes at one time? I, it's amazing that we did it in 30 minutes. Um, yeah. I think we did an hour at one point. Had to stay under it, and now we've got up to two hours, which is scary. We don't always want to do that, and we don't want to bore you. But, uh, by the way, you said that you were able to eat what you wanted today, uh, and, you, and you got an ice cream cake. And I got an ice cream cake. It's an wow. ice cream pizza cake is what it is. So the bottom, the bottom is um, the, like the base of the pizza cake is uh-huh. brownie, like fudge brownie. And then it's it's from it's from DQ or not DQ I'm sorry Baskin Robbins, um, and then the top was Oreo ice cream, and it was decorated in a web, so it looked like a spider's web, and it had like sprinkles of like little ghosties and spiders, and yeah, it was really good cookies, little cookie crumbs. It was really good. it's I mean, there's still a few pieces left, but not very many of I was going to say, did you bring enough for the rest of the group? That's the question. No. <laughs> no. No, I did not. I did not. And I'm not I'm not even ashamed of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's okay. That's all right. We'll be all right. Um, <laughs> now, are you the type of person on your birthday to... Like for me, I think about past birthdays, or I kind of think about where I was at at certain stages of my life. You know, mm-hmm. you think about probably when you turned um, six, or when you turned um, thirteen, and when you turned sixteen, and when you turned eighteen, and your twenty-first birthday, and your thirtieth birthday, and that's it. <laughs> You're, you haven't reached 30 yet, so, I mean, when you get to that point, you'll be thinking about um, <laughs> where you That's very at. sweet. That's very kind. Very sweet, very kind. Um, and honestly, no, I have – this this year, this the last couple of years, um, I, I yes, I've thought about my birthdays and past birthdays, and, and I, I do reflect on that, not as often as I used to. Um, but like my 40th, um, birthday we did was on Friday the 13th. That was the last time that, um, it was on Friday the 13th and we had, we had a party. I threw myself the birthday party I've always wanted. I wanted people to dress up. I wanted there to be drinking. I wanted there to be dancing. I wanted there to be laughter. I wanted there to be games, people going outside, bobbing for apples and, and just having a good time. And uh, we, I, I call it sacrificing a chicken. We sacrificed a chicken and danced naked under the moonlight with clothes on. Um, we had chicken fingers and, like, fall, like, fall food, football food. So there was, like, potato salad and, like, you know, big wedge fries and that kind of thing. It was a great time. It was fun. And I would do it again in a heartbeat if my Friday the 13th birthday fell on another significant date, like a big one, 75, 77, whatever. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, 
But since um, then, <laughs> since then, I have realized that my my age, although a lot of people get a little freaked out after a while, because I'm closing in on 50, um, I'm okay with it. I, for a, let's just do it, for a 46-year-old woman, I don't look bad. And I don't feel bad, and I can still laugh at the stupid little things. And I've got relationships that make me laugh and cry and and feel good. So I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy it. I'm gonna age like a fine wine and say I'm vintage at this point. I'm retro. So yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to answer your question, just to do, but not as much as I used to. You go, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you show them. <laughs> That's awesome. No, I, I, I know some people who like get like you know reflective and then they think about different things and you think in the now. I know that's that's how you are. So you think in the now and um, you look all around you and yeah. So no, but uh, no, we we figured tonight. Uh, we would stay away from serious topics or at least have some fun topics on hand. Hopefully you will enjoy. Um, and like I said, 200 show, Friday the 13th. I know a lot of people don't believe in Friday the 13th and the superstitions and everything that has to do with that. And I read an interesting article today um, about Friday the 13th. A lot of it was kind of like from a more biblical sense. It was 13 fascinating facts about Friday the 13th. And mm-hmm. it said that the Bible is partially responsible for the phobia surrounding Friday the 13th. Uh, during the Last Supper, there were 13 guests, Jesus and his 12 apostles, one of which Judas would eventually betray him. Since then, some have believed in a superstition regarding 13 guests at a dinner table uh, that slowly extended to an overall feeling that the number itself was bad luck. And, of course, when Jesus was crucified, it took place on a Friday, leading some of you today with an anxious high, taking separately both the number 13 and Friday have since made their way into modern superstitions. Um, And they also said that Loki also played a part in inspiring fear of Friday the 13th uh, from the Norse mythology, uh, the trickster god Loki. And those stories, Loki tricked the blind god I'm going to get this so wrong and do not at me. I want to say or, H-O-O-R, into killing his brother, um, into his brother Baldir, with a dart of mistletoe. (laughs) So how does 13 figure through that? They figured that Baldur's death took place at a dinner held for 12 gods before it was interrupted by Loki the 13th and most unwanted guests. (laughs) Um. The 1907 novel titled Friday the 13th by Thomas Lawson. It's the tale of a stockbroker who picks that particular day to manipulate the stock market and bring all of Wall Street down. Um, Also, stockbrokers have a reason to be uh, particularly nervous about that, because if you all remember, uh, the S&P dropped uh, 0.5% on those unlucky Fridays in October, and on Friday the 13th, 1989, it dropped 6.1% to this day. It's still referred to as a mini crash. 
Uh, so yeah, uh, apparently and appropriately, heavy mu- heavy metal music was born on Friday the thirteenth, according to heavy metal <laughs> lore. The genre was born on Friday, February the thirteenth, nineteen seventy, with the UK release of Black Sabbath's self-titled debut ad- album. Uh, bands like Steppenwolf also laid the foundation of the years before. They're credited with coming with the term heavy metal in their lyrics for 1968's Born to be Wild. But yes, uh, yeah. But you likely already know that the term tristodecophobia, which only applies mm-hmm. to the fear of number 13, but for specific fears of Friday the 13th, you can choose between two. God help me as I um, um, try to pronounce this. And if you can pronounce it better than me, good for you. The first one is Paraskevidectrophobia. Uh, Paraskevi means Friday in Greek. Or Frigatriskaidectrophobia, based on the word frig, the Norse, the Norse uh, goddess that Friday was named after in English. <laughs> So, yes. There you go. Okay. Yeah, you did a better job than I did, so bravo. <laughs> uh, and, of course, there can't be more than three Friday the 13th in a given year. So, yeah. And an asteroid will come relatively close to us on a Friday the 13th in 2029. Uh, it's going to be Friday the 13th, 2029. We will get a spectacular look at asteroid 99942 uh, Aphophis, also known as 2004 MN4. Uh, it's 320 meters wide and would be devastating if it did hit. <laughs> NASA says they're wow. not too worried, but the odds are disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> May the so, odds be ever in our favor. <laughs> I know. So your birthday, in a way, it does fall again in 2029. So we know that... Um, Six years from now, uh, hopefully we will be on show number 700 or <laughs> whatever. Or something. Um, but, yeah, uh, we'll be talking about the asteroid on that day. So there you go. Uh, interesting cool. thing that I read this week. And I, I was, <laughs> was going to save this for um, later, but I, I just thought it was too interesting to pass up. Here in the U.S., Last week, we had, uh, or was last week or the week before last, where we had uh, an emergency test system of everyone's phones. So the government sent out um, a text message just to kind of test their emergency system. I don't know if other countries do that, uh, but there was some particular group of people that got into trouble for that. <laughs> members of the Amish community have been shunned by their church after the recent test of the emergency alert system as it outed them as oh. having appeared forbidden mobile phones. <laughs> the alarm started <laughs> a nationwide emergency alert drill that the U.S. carried out. Community elders in Ohio, Eli Yoder, a former oh. member of the Amish community, took to TikTok to share the story in which he explained how three of his friends had gotten into trouble after the devices were discovered. He said, hey, guess what? I just got a couple of my Amish buddies shunned today by the Amish church. That's right, he said. 
Over the years, there's been quite a few Amish men that reached out and wanted phones. So whenever they request to have a phone, I'll do everything I can to try and get them a phone. Not always can I do so, but in some circumstances, I've been able to get them a phone. Now, three of them have replied back to me and said, hey, I'm going to have to lay low for a while. I just got shunned. And he said, how'd that happen? They said that the emergency alert that went off and they had their phones on vibrate and it still went off. And of course, in Amish culture, the practice of shunning involves a separation of a person from their community. A person is no longer allowed to eat or take rides with other community members or engage with most community activities. It occurs when members are found to have violated community rules or strayed from tradition. <laughs> Mr. Yoder said that one of his friends was in the middle of a visit with community elders to discuss a shunning for different reasons when the alert on his phone went off. The one guy said that the <laughs> elders were coming in his driveway, and they were there to speak with him about something that they heard about him, that he might have to get shunned, and uh, they were going to check up on him to see if it was true. Uh, right when that was going on, the alert went off, and it was in his pocket. Now he's getting shunned for both. Whether they were after to shun him for, now also the cell phone. Uh, the comment section of the video, Mr. Yoder added, from now on, I guess I'll have to remember to give all my Amish a heads up if there's a planned emergency alert to us. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is so funny. Darn English getting in there in the Amish community. Oh, and are all of them named Yoder? Because I feel like, I feel like it is. It seems like. Planning a shunning for someone else, and, right. and his phone's going off, and then like everybody's looking at him, like, "What is that?" What it's like something doing? out of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, of hilarious. course, in the Amish well, culture, it's the whole, like, did they not? They well, I guess in Pennsylvania they don't get the tornado warnings like we do, nope. or like right. we I don't. did. But you know where I'm going. Like every first Tuesday of the month, they would go off and. Right. Oh, it's Tuesday, 10 a.m. We know what time it is. <laughs> maybe, maybe they knew about that one. They just stayed away from people. <laughs> That's it's crazy, man. But according to the Amish community, it states that such devices, including television, automobiles, telephones, or tractors, are considered to be a temptation that can cause vanity, create inequality, or lead the Amish away from their close-knit community. Tractors? I know they've had tractors. Maybe not motorized tractors. Maybe it's horse-drawn, but, like, is that what they're talking about? Like, a motorized tractor? I I don't know. Uh, It said tractors. (laughs) Uh, There was also, that's not the only news out of the Amish community. There have been other rumblings in the society in the recent weeks surrounding a new romance book set within the community. Tapestry of Love by member Linda uh, Byler has caught flack from the community despite not having any sexual content in it. Uh, she, <laughs> she says they're very tame books. Uh, she told the Daily Mail. She also dismissed contrast to the BDSM Center 50 Shades of Grey books. She said there's nothing on cleaning them. There's some touching. My publisher said it would have to be discreet and a little bit of a kiss. 
actually got all bent out of shape over a kiss in a book. It's not even smut. Like, come on. Both cell phones. I'm starting to think that the Amish are are just a little bit more rowdy than we're giving them credit for. Uh, It's always the quiet ones, but. uh, (laughs) 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 Always the quiet ones. I'm not like they're gonna hear this. <laughs> <laughs> well, they might. They got phones. <laughs> It'll get back to them, but no, nobody's gonna hear this. <laughs> yes. Oh no. But, yeah, that's that's what happened. So, unfortunately, um, <laughs> at least you can have a phone, man. I mean, what happens if you're far away? And but here's the thing. Here in Chicago, we have quite a few uh, members of the Amish community come through on the trains. The train in itself is, te- wouldn't it technically be like a new, um, newfangled um, device instead of the horse and buggy? Uh, you know what, you, you, uh, you, you are asking the wrong person. I know very, like, next to nothing about the Amish other than they call, you know, all of us the English, which is funny because I call Chris the English. Um, But uh, (laughs) that's a totally separate thing. Um, I lost my train of thought because I got something shiny in my face. Uh, (laughs) I know very little about the Amish community. I know that they're supposed to be staying away from technology, but I also know that they do – they because they don't like they're allowed to take public like buses um because they're not driving it they're not purchasing it it's a public it's available for the public you know what i'm saying but they have to find their way to like public transport that way so maybe because trains are not are are public it's a guess I am not an expert. No, I mean that's a pretty good guess. I mean, I, I would think that that would be the reason. So, no, that's that's actually a very good reason. So, okay, well that explains that. Gotcha. I, I see what you put down. <laughs> I gotcha, gotcha. Well, yeah, that's one of the most interesting things I read this week. So, <laughs> <laughs> which is always interesting. Uh, everything is, but. Uh, with that, I'm trying to remember. We're at pretty much. Oh, I haven't even gone to the almanac yet. Man, time's flying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> man, I was about to go into like one of the first stories that I wanted to kind of go into, but I'm not going to do that. Let's go to the almanac, shall we? Uh, as we said, today is uh, the 13th. It is uh, on this day, and I think I told you all last week. It's National Yorkshire Pudding Day. It's National Train Your Brain Day. It's the Navy's birthday today, the U.S. Navy. Mm-hmm. And as we said, uh, Metastatic Breast Cancer Awareness Day, and it's National No Bra Day. Woo! I'm not so, going I to am, ask you. I am in celebration. Huh? Oh. I am in celebration. <laughs> right, right, right. Girls are free. Right, right, right. Um, sorry, I lost the train of thought. Uh, tomorrow, <laughs> something shiny. Yes, yes. <laughs> tomorrow, uh, yeah, 
<laughs> guys will lose their train. So, you know, I think it's almost a given fact. If you say boobs, guys will lose their train of thought pretty quickly. I know. Uh, it, and and starting, it's. I think the guys are getting they're getting smarter about what we talk about when we say stuff like, you know, we set the girls free and stuff like that. I think that y'all are catching on to some of our slang. Yes, I would hope so. <laughs> I, I hope so as well, but, you know, sometimes some people are a little bit slower. Girls? What girls did you let go? Why were they captured? <laughs> <laughs> How were they trapped? Isn't that against the law? <laughs> <laughs> train October. your brain day. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's train your brain day. Uh, tomorrow, yeah. the 14th, it's National... Real Sugar Day. I don't know what, well, I, I do know what the fake sugar would be, but it's a Real Sugar Day. It is National Motorcycle Ride Day. It is I Love Yarn Day tomorrow. Hmm. So. Interesting. Like, so buy some you yarn. like knitting, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knitting, crocheting. Actually, I have mm-hmm. to go and get some silver knitting for my, uh, that's my last piece of the costume. Mm-hmm. My costume is almost complete. Ah. No, 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 no. There you go. I love yarn day. <laughs> <laughs> it's, your, it's your chance. Uh, National Dessert Day is tomorrow. It is Be Bald and Be Free Day tomorrow. And the second Saturday of October is National Chess Day. So if you are a chess player, uh, good for you. Uh, the second Saturday in October is also National Costume Swap Day. Sunday, it is National Shawarma Day. I know a friend who Shwarma. loves. Yes, I know a friend who loves it. I've had it a few times. Quite good. Uh, it is Global Hand Washing Day, which please don't choose October fifteenth to be the one lone day that you choose to wash your hands. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're doing it every day. <laughs> oh, please do. Please do it every day. It is also National um, Aesthetician Day. It is National Latino AIDS Awareness Day. It's National Cheese Curd Day, October 15th. Mm. Uh, now, I got to tell you, we talked about on this show a couple of weeks ago about Culver's having the Curder Burger. I went and I got one. Yes, sir. It is good. Just out, fam. You're not near Culver's. No, I'm not. But I've had it before, and I remember saying you need to go and try it. So I'm glad that you had a chance to. Yes. Also, National I Love Lucy Day. And it is National Grouch Day. (laughs) We know a few of those. Uh, It is... White Cane Safety Day on that day, for those who are blind and have uh, or vision impaired. And then it is National Pregnancy and Infant Loss Remembrance Day on October 15th. Monday brings us National Sports Day. It is National Liqueur Day. It's National Clean Your Virtual Desktop Day. World Food Day is also that day. Global Cat Day. Department Store Day. Uh, National Dictionary Day is on October 16th. 
Do people yeah. still use dictionaries? I hope so. Well, if you talk to some people, they obviously don't. But <laughs> I would like it if we started to or tried to. <laughs> some people do not. It, it shows. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> um, right. And October 16th is also National Bosses Day. Unless it falls on a weekend. Uh, the third Tuesday in October. <laughs> <laughs> you were going to say something? <laughs> no, I like my boss. <laughs> the third Tuesday in October is National Pharmacy Technician Day. It is National Edge Day on October 17th. Black Poetry Day. It's National Mulligan Day. It's also National Pasta Day. Day of Sil- Solidarity is the third Tuesday in October. Um, Wednesday, it is National Exascale Day. Hmm. What is, I, uh, what? I hear the question. I'm shocked that you don't know this. Uh, Exascale Day celebrates the scientists and researchers who make breakthrough discoveries in medicine, material sciences, energy, and beyond with the help of some of the fastest supercomputers in the world. Um, they say we like to say that National X Scale Day celebrates those who keep asking the what ifs, why nots, and what's next. Uh, the era of technology will have a profound impact on nearly every aspect of our daily lives, impacting everything from healthcare and manufacturing to understanding new energy sources and the origins of the universe. X Scale hmm. is defined as a quintillion computations per second. So, for perspective, if all 7.7 billion people on Earth each completed one calculation per second, it would take over four years. Uh, an exascale computer can complete a quintillion computations in one second. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm surprised I didn't know that. that that's really awesome. Yeah. Uh, National Legging Day is on October 18th. Broad Day USA is the third Wednesday in October. So, of course, you have to have a counter to the no broad day. Uh, <laughs> also, that day you have to wear them, darn it. <laughs> yeah, you got to wear them. Sorry. Um, it's also National No Beard Day. And the third full week in October is Medical Assistance Recognition Week. Uh, culminates on that Wednesday Recognition Day. And then we go also to National Chocolate Cupcake Day and also Hagfish Day is on that day. Uh, the third Wednesday in October, it's Support Your Local Chamber of Commerce. Then on Thursday, it's Get to Know Your Customers Day, National Kentucky Day, National Seafood Bisque Day, it's National LGBT Center Awareness Day, and then next Friday, and we'll give you a heads up, next Friday is the International Day of the Air Traffic Controller. Thank God for them. Yes. Um, <laughs> International Chef's Day, National Youth Confidence Day, National Brandied Fruit Day. The third Friday in October is National Mammography Day. And... Huh. This went out of hmm. this went out this went out of whack. 
It had my calendar for Friday, but it also said that the third Thursday in October is National Get Smart About Credit Day. Um, shame on you. That's out, of, that's out of whack. That's out of that's after the 20th. Oh, well. Anyway. Uh, and also next Friday, it is National Chicken and Waffles Day. Mm. Right. That's just pretty good, I'm just saying. Pretty <laughs> good. So there you go. So that is all of the days that you can celebrate. Of course, um, by the way, we, we talked about No Broad Day, but did you know that there is a national No Panty Day? No, I did not. Although I'm sure there's I, plenty of people that would be like, hey, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it is observed unofficially on June 22nd. Uh, <laughs> it's a day intended to encourage personal freedom and a break from the norm. But for some people, that would not be the norm. That would just be Thursday. <laughs> so, yeah. That's a typical um, Friday in this household. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no. Well, hey, that, that works. So, uh, but no, that is the look at the days that are coming up. So I hope that you can plan accordingly. Um, and I hope that uh, you are able to enjoy that day. Retro moment of the week is next. Um, I will tell you this. One, is, I don't. It's not really a special commercial for retro moment of the week. It's it's kind of a a poke at what today is, but <laughs> you'll you'll hear it. And then also we will have a retro commercial um, for probably a game that all of you have played. I've never. I've played it once, but I never really officially played it. Uh, you will probably be surprised at it. But anyway, Retro Moment of the Week is next. Thanks so much for joining us on this Friday night. Page one with Laura Mary here on Blog Talk Radio. Now try this new way to accent your figure. Cross your heart, see? You're suddenly shapelier. Well, that's what this new Playtex Fashion Magic Cotton Bra does. It crosses your heart with stretch. To lift and separate. You're suddenly shapelier. This cross your heart shaping is only on Playtex regular fashion magic bras and new long line styles. Cross your heart. You'll be shapelier. Honestly. And here's news about girdles. Announcing a comfortable way to look five pounds thinner. The new five pounds thinner girdle by Playtex. Prove it yourself. Fingertips so. Press in. See? The new Playtex girdle has fingertip panels to hold you in firmly. Yet it's so different. Feels like nothing you've ever felt before. Look five pounds thinner without losing a pound. In the new five pounds thinner girdle by Playtex. Battleship! 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 Milton Bradley's great game of strategy. It's loaded with action and suspense. Play it anytime. Anywhere. B four. Hit. J one. Commit. J ten. Earl, you fought my battleship. <laughs> battleship. A game of strategy from Milton Bradley. You're listening to Page One. Page One. With Lavar and Mary. Your source for all the current topics and news you need to know. Here's LaVar and Mary. 
Welcome back to page one on this Friday night with LaVar Mary here with you. 200 shows, Mary's birthday. It's Friday the 13th. And it's Friday. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Friday. Let's, let's, let's start with it's just Friday already. All important things. Um, there was one more article that I kind of read today right before we came on air. Uh, this talks, it pretty much shows the growing. Um, change in how we live. But there came news today uh, that it's probably going to be just a little bit harder to get your hands on a physical copy of your favorite movie. Best Buy has confirmed reports that it will soon stop selling DVDs and Blu-ray discs at its more than 900 stores nationwide as well as on its website. This is to state the obvious, the way we watch movies and TV shows is much different today than it was decades ago. Making this change gives us more space and opportunity to bring customers new and innovative tech for them to explore. Uh, A representative for Best Buy did not respond to CNBC uh, for further comment. They will reportedly continue to sell discs through the holiday season before ending sales after the new year. Uh, That announcement comes just two weeks after Netflix officially ended its iconic DVD-by-mail business. And, yeah, uh, the world is changing as far as the physical copies of movies and how we watch it. Uh, I know that you are a um, technology person through and through, and you probably are going to say it ain't good. (laughs) Well, I I mean... I have a bunch of physical copies of movies that I enjoy to go back to, and I have um, I have I watch a lot of the streaming. I have streaming services, and I watch stream uh, like videos that way. Um, I also have a uh, an app that I can store my physical, like I can upload my physical copies to this app. So, like, if I have some, um, it's good and bad. Not everything that's out there that we have physical copies of are available through a streaming service. So you have to buy it from the streaming service or something like Amazon where you can download it that way. Or you have to have an app like I do where you can like basically upload it to the cloud. Um, And that's going to suck especially if you already bought it and you have a way of playing it and, you know, like, oh, well, now I want to buy the sequel. And you can't. Um, and people that like collections, you know, they're, they're not going to like it. So, I mean, I, I can see the good in it because it's, again, less space, less clutter, less, like, let's get back to where we were before. Um, but I can see a lot of pirating happening after that when they stop having the physical copies as well. So pick one, half dozen the other. I know. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm that old guy shaking my fist, get off my lawn. I like the physical copy. I just fear that having too much stuff online, if stuff happens, um, and say, huh? And it's gone. Yeah, it's gone, man. And, and it's kind of like, you know, in this era now of websites going down, websites um, having issues or people messing with said websites, 
if that stuff's gone, at least you've got the physical copy. You know, if it's gone for a little bit, you've got a physical copy. Um, it's just, it's it's kind of how I felt in a way about, and I know this gets weird, and oh, we're getting days when uh, there used to be iTunes. What I did uh, was that I would always, and it actually has a thing on there where you could burn what you got to a CD. Because I'm like, dude, if something happens with Apple and all my music's gone, all that money I spent is gone. You know? Um, I went away from buying physical CDs. I still buy a few every now and again because there's just some versions of songs that aren't available. I think I've stumped iTunes. There's two songs so far that I know are not on iTunes. And if there's ever a quiz, I will show iTunes that they don't have them all. Um, but there's just some physical copies of things that it's just good to have. I'm not a fan of entrusting everything yet to the cloud or having it, um, you know, tucked away digitally somewhere. I, I just can't yet, only because stuff can easily get lost and very hard. I mean, heck, you get some people who get locked out of a, a Facebook account and find it hard to get back in. <laughs> so right. at that point, I'm not going to trust that I digital stuff just yet. Anyway, speaking of digital, and speaking of the internet, um, there was some story. There was a story last week that we kind of left off on um, about OnlyFans because it's one of those stories that, as time goes on, especially this post-COVID, um, you, I think it's a new way of life. Well, there's two stories. One involved a teacher who was on leave after the school discovered her OnlyFans account. I wonder how that happened. So this is out of St. Clair, Missouri, where officials at a Missouri high school placed one of its teachers on leave after discovering that she was performing pornographic content on the site OnlyFans, according to multiple reports. Brianna Coppage, a 28-year-old English teacher, told the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, that her teaching days at St. Clair High School were likely over and that she'd likely never teach again. She said she knew the risk of joining the website, but did it to supplement her salary, which was only around $42,000 last year. To Coppage, the risks were worth it as she made an additional eight to $10,000 a month performing on the website. She says, I do not regret joining OnlyFans. I know it can be taboo, or some people may believe that it is shameful, but I, I do just wish things just happened in a different way. She also said it's shameful how underpaid teachers are everywhere and said it wasn't a question that she has to supplement her income. Uh, the teacher said she chose the site because the content was only available to paying subscribers and hoped it would help shield her identity. However, someone ended up notif notifying the school of her account, which led to her being sat down by two administrators before being put on leave. Uh, she believes the school was notified after she and her husband appeared in a video alongside another OnlyFans couple in St. Louis. However, it's unclear if that was the case. The high school superintendent said in a statement that the school was aware she may have posted inappropriate content on a website. Uh, the district has engaged legal counsel, and she has received a surprising amount of support from the community, including from parents. Uh, she says um, a lot of community members are saying, leave her alone. That's her private business. It has nothing to do with her in the classroom. Some supporters even signed a petition in support of her, saying she should be able to continue her career as a teacher. Uh, 
Uh, one woman who signed a petition wrote that this is in the privacy of her own personal time. She was one of the only teachers who actually actually done their job and helped her daughter when she needed it most. Um, and another said that they loved her as a teacher and that she should be able to do whatever she wants to in life. Compared to that, Minnesota, the Minneapolis Police Department is investigating an officer for her side gig as an OnlyFans model after she pulled over a subscriber during a recent traffic stop. The unidentified cop who works in the city's fourth precinct is being uh, probed for probes, that's such a wrong word to use in this for any policy violations she may have committed running the adult content subscription service while working for the department. The driver said it took him 10 minutes to recognize the 35-year-old officer as someone he's seen over the past five months. Um, <laughs> uh, she has sex and posts explicit photos online. He says, we were doing a little talking and checking. I was like, man, she got an OnlyFans page. I'm on her OnlyFans page. He says, you got to go to the, v- uh, go to the VIP and get, get in to see videos of her. And uh, he guessed her husband. He guesses that's who they are. Department opened an investigation into the account, which states that she is, quote, free-spirited, overly optimistic creator of sexy content to please others. Um, They said that they take allegations of policy violations seriously, and the chief has ordered an investigation. Um, The MPD's off-duty employment policy prohibits officers from working at any business, quote, that is not compatible with police work provides adult entertainment in the form of nude, semi-nude, or topless exhibitions. If all we're talking about is naked pictures beyond a paywall, the mayor has no issue. However, the chief will determine if there are any policy violations, according to a spokesperson. Uh, The driver had a problem with the, uh, he he had a problem with the officer's authority over realizing who she was. Um, He says, you can't arrest me no more. I've seen your private parts. He says, I wouldn't, want her, I wouldn't want her to be arresting me, and I just saw you and your husband last night for twenty nine ninety nine have sex with OnlyFans. I just can't respect you or the precinct that you're working at. Um, a timeline for the department's investigation hasn't been released, though. But this is where we're at now. Um, it is a paid paywall in order to see these things. Mm-hmm. And I don't care if, well, okay, let's back up. Let's start with the teacher because we started with the teacher. Mm-hmm. That was the first, that was the first thing we covered. Uh, I agree with all the parents. If it's not going to affect her kids, if she's not bringing that into the classroom, which it doesn't sound like she is, then no. whatever. So that's what you want to do on your private time. Cool. And the way that teachers are not getting paid right now with, for the job that they do Bravo. You know, I, I, I'd stand behind her as well. Um, with the police officer, I agree. In, I, this is going to be in the same vein. Um, I agree what you do behind a paywall. Don't care. That's your private time. You're done. I get, however, that there is the policy for outside employment, because I have to sign off on that as well. Um, where your outside employment can't affect your inside employment. So if she's going to be a police officer or a peace officer or someone that is going to be pulling over people, giving out tickets, doing any kind of random checks, walking into a, into a business where there might be weapons or 
um, people that are doing things that are of an illegal nature, having your authority undermined by something you do behind closed doors is a very hard thing to get over. And the guy that got pulled over is prime example of that. He's like, you can't pull me over anymore. No, she still can. And until they take the badge away from her, she absolutely can. And I don't care if you don't respect her for that because you saw her with her husband. Guess what? Handcuffs are handcuffs. Don't matter who puts it on your wrist. But that's the kind of attitude that people, I've seen you naked. I've seen you naked. You can't do anything to me now. I've seen you in your most compromising position. You can't do anything to me now. I've seen you doing things that I wish I could do with my wife. I don't respect you now. You can't do that. That's where that policy is put into place. And although I think that she should be able to do her own side gig, police officers and peace officers tend to be more trained, uh, higher paid, more sought after, better retirement plan. They, they look into your health a lot more. So they've got more benefits than, say, a teacher does. So I'm less likely to jump onto the left side of position and keep her job whose authority is undermined by somebody's attitude about something she does behind closed doors. It's weird. It's stupid. I don't think it should be that way, but unfortunately, but I think I that's human say, nature. That was going to lead to my question because we're headed to an era, uh, era now where there are people out here who have done things either currently or in their past, along the lines of sex work, if they have a regular nine to five and they're supplementing it with this, uh, and I know this goes on that fine line because every job has a morals clause and they don't want people to, you know, especially when it comes to being a public servant, there's a morals clause. Um, But is it something that jobs are kind of in a way besides because now I'm going to have to cut this in half. If it's not a job in which it's dealing with the general public like that, in that capacity, should that be some other jobs probably will have to kind of like be prepared for or look um, away from it away? Uh, that's not the question. That's not how I want to phrase it. But like during the pandemic, People earn their money in a lot of different ways. <laughs> that was probably one of them. And it's grown mm-hmm. so. Uh, loyal fans, only fans. Uh, there's so many people who have earned good money from that. Should they be shunned from having a regular nine to five because of that? Uh, I would say no. But I know a lot of people that are going to freak out about it. Be like, I don't want you, my husband to be watching you and then come into the bank tomorrow and see you being the person giving them money or fill, refilling the ATM with your, you know, with your grubby little paws. I'm not that type of person. But I know a lot of people that are. Again, it's individual. So if a business decides that, hey, I don't like having people on OnlyFans, and if you're going to be on OnlyFans, I'm going to, you know, I this is going to be a bad thing, and that's grounds for discipline. 
disciplinary grounds all the way up to and including termination. Don't find me okay. You, I mean, you have every right as a person to earn the money that you want to earn in the way that you want to earn it. And as long as you're owning that you're, you know, that's my, this is my deal, then that's it. You know, I have respect for anybody that comes. This is a story I tell all the time. I ran into somebody, there's lots of times, I was in Vegas, I, lots of times I ran into people and they said, I'm a dancer. Oh, what kind of dance? Ballet? Tap? Jazz? Stripper? You know, like, what are you? And then, oh, you know, I'm just an entertainer. What kind of entertainer? Ballet? <laughs> jazz? Tap? Stripper? How many ballet people are going to tell you they're people? entertainer? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, anytime I ran into those people, well, you could tell. It was not like they were not dressed like their job description. Um, but anytime I ran into those people and they started to do this, I'm a dancer, I'm an entertainer, I'm a, I'm an actress. Um, it was like, I can tell how you are by the way you're carrying yourself and what you're wearing and how your attitude is. One person in my entire time of handling anything to do with the, with the public like that came up to me and said, I'm a stripper. And I'm like, you know what? I like you. You own what you're doing. And there's nothing wrong with it. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. This is a profession. You earn money. Probably pay for those boobs. Good on you. Let me help you out. And that was so much more, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, that was Admirable. stand up right there. Yeah. Like, I was, I was really like, you know what? Yeah. I can, I can, I can work with you because you owned it. That's you. You have your side gig. You got your side. Everybody has a side hustle now. You know, it feels like anyway, if that's your side hustle, cool. But there are still people out there that get their panties in a twist and their bras in a bind because they can't get over the fact that somebody else is getting, looking at something. It, it sucks. It's it's so hypocritical. Knowing full well that those people are the same people that go home, and if you ask them for a check of their computer or their phone, we'll probably have something along that lines on there. You cannot tell me. Absolutely. Go home and you've never seen that stuff before or looked at stuff along that line at all. Liars. (laughs) Yeah. No, 100%. Hey, I'll throw it out there. I've looked at porn. I've had my own stash. Thank you very yeah. much. I'm a healthy forty-six. I'm a healthy forty-six-year-old woman with a child. I know how the birds and the bees work. Okay, <laughs> how else are you going to get research done? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, when your job pays you to do it, that's when you, that's when you hit the jackpot. All right, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> um, oh my gosh yeah no it, it, it's just like it's yeah it's it's just hypocritical man to all of you lighten up Francis yeah. <laughs> that's the sand out of your collective vaginas yeah what she said <laughs> yeah taking a look uh, we are at the I don't know if this is like the unofficial halfway mark of the show. I mean, it would be if we were doing two hours. I don't think we're doing two hours, but <laughs> time goes so fast. <laughs> um, it's the 200th show. 
taking a look at tonight is what is trending. Uh, there are quite a few things tonight, uh, among which is SmackDown, uh, because it was the season premiere of SmackDown uh, for you WWE fans. Um, Colorado and Stanford are playing tonight. Travis Hunter is trending. Uh, he had a spectacular play. Um, it looks like he's back, and he had a uh, – I'm looking at it now. That's a pretty cool touchdown. He's got to be a threat to a healthy Travis Hunter. He's going to be a threat to a lot of different people. Uh, also trending tonight is Bam – I'm going to get this so wrong. Uh, Bam Bam or Bum? I'm not hip. I know I'm not hip. I'm thinking it's Bam Bam, but it's Nicki Minaj who dropped um, a track from her Pink Friday 2 exclusively on her website. That is trending tonight. Uh, Victor Wimbamaya. I'm going to have a tough time saying that one. Uh, in action tonight, preseason action for the San Antonio Spurs. He is trending tonight as well. Uh, also trending... Uh, um, well, <laughs> uh, no, I'm not even going to go into politics tonight. I'm not even going to do that. So I'm going to skip by that. <laughs> and yes, we are aware of what is going on in this world. Um, of course, we are all concerned. That is always trending. Um, I, I, I don't want to get on the political side of that. Um, what, an earthquake in Morocco? There's political stuff involved? No, 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 I was, no, I was talking, no, you know where I'm talking about, so no. I yes, and I was trying to lead you away. Yeah, I am, I'm going away, so no, I'm walking away, so no, that's trending as well. So uh, all different stories trending throughout, uh, a lot of sports news, because uh, it's Friday night, of course, over the weekend, NFL, college football tomorrow, um, so all of that will be definitely trending throughout the weekend. Can I explain how I, 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 well, two things, first of all. Um, so earlier this year, I started to get uh, do online gambling and parlays. This is a quick thing that I learned about parlays. They could definitely break your heart. And <laughs> a lot of you saw it on Twitter because I posted it, where I decided to go ahead and do a parlay on the Orioles Rangers game. And it was a six leg parlay. And this is where I don't think this is fair. I hit five out of the six. The one that did not make it was an over 8.5 on the alternate total runs. Final score of that game Rangers seven, Baltimore one. So pretty much for you gamblers, if you know that, I needed one more run. In the bottom of the seventh, the Orioles had the bases loaded, went down swinging. <laughs> and of course, by that time, the Rangers are not going to try to score any more runs unless they just totally had a green light to, but they're not going to. And as hard as they tried, the Baltimore Orioles, who had one of the most potent offenses in the AL, or American League, 
failed to get more than a run, meaning I fell a run short. Somebody from Baltimore owes me money. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I got to say. And one other note uh, from here in Chicago, uh, trending for a while yesterday evening, uh, for those of you across the nation here who had uh, cable in the 80s and 90s, maybe the early 2000s, uh, had a chance to get uh, WGN out of Chicago here across the country. Uh, one of the most well-known personalities out of that is Tom Skilling. Tom Skilling, longtime weather forecaster here in Chicago, announced his retirement uh, yesterday. Uh, Tom's last day on the air will be February 28th of 2024. It will conclude 45 years at WGN. He is perhaps probably, when you think of weather forecasters in this country, most people always come back to Tom Skilling, one of the highest paid. He's been around a long time. Yeah. He started a few months after I was born. Let's put it that way. Uh, he started in August of 1978. I was born in February of that year. Um, so he's been at it for a while, but a tip of the hat to Tom Skilling. Uh, at least we still have Tom through February uh, of next year, but a giant here in Chicago when you think about uh, personalities. Like I said, known throughout the U.S., People know, when you, when you talk about Chicago TV, they know Tom Skilling. So um, Tom, an awesome person, and he was trending, and I was happy to see it was trending for a while uh, after he had announced that. Cause that's big news out of this city. You know, you know, when you have someone in this market doing something for over 40 years uh, and well-beloved and no one can say a bad word, uh, you obviously are doing something right. So kudos to him. Man. Um yeah, With definitely. That, uh, we got a couple other things that I've got on the list tonight. Still ahead, uh, we've got. Oh, you know what? I'm going to skip through one story that I was going to do because it's a waste of time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a total waste okay. of time. I'm not even going to do that one, even though it was a question that I had to it. Actually, I'll I'll do it now. Long story short. There's a reality personality by the name of Kim Zolciak. Um, I understand of reality TV and the things that you have to do and the reasons why. Probably a lot of it's staged. Uh, I'm pretty sure it is. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, the one topic of Kim over the last few years has been about her and her husband, how she was getting a divorce. And then a few weeks ago, she had filed for divorce again, but she told a Georgia court um, that the marriage is irrevocably broken. Uh, um, She had requested that the filings be dismissed. That was a few weeks ago. Uh, And considering the fact that since the couple had filed for divorce, they had had sex since then. And that they had sex on multiple occasions, with the most recent being on September 7th. Uh, She said the marriage cannot be broken if the parties have resumed cohabitation or have reconciled for any period. And he noted that um, they would have to file another divorce uh, 
confirm that the marriage is broken. And now a few weeks later uh, comes rumors that uh, things are beyond broken and that supposedly and allegedly that she uh, is dating Chet Hanks, who is Tom Hanks' son. Um, But out of all of that mess came my question, though, because I am sure of what she did, a lot of other people do. This almost sounds like an after-dark question, and unfortunately I'm going to have to put an after-dark question here in the middle of the show. But is having sex a reason to stay in a toxic relationship? Oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. And that's it. It's like everybody's, oh, no, your marriage is fine because you can have, and I'm sorry. Okay. After dark, I apologize to anyone that hears this. And if you're sensitive and get offended easily, you might want to turn a blind ear. But if you've been listening to us for a long time, you know I say stuff, and that's just the way it is. It does not equal love. Ever. Okay. (gasps) Like, you can be intimate with a person that you love and enjoy having that. But sex in itself does not equal love. The reason I can say that irrevocably, I'm like, this is this is 100%. I will stand behind it. This will be the hill I die on if you if this is what it has to be. If you can rape a person, that's not love. That's, that's, that's a weapon. That's mean. That's hurtful. That's, that's uh, there's so many things. So just because you can have sex with a person doesn't mean that you love them. Um, with and being somebody that was a divorce, that had to go through a divorce, not that I did it, thank God. Um, but I can see how people that were in a longer return, or a term relationship or somebody that was in a marriage, if it hasn't been completely, like, we're completely separated, we're completely done, the divorce is going through, like, all the things are, all the, the pieces are in place. Falling back into the bed with somebody that you've had that bed with for as long as you have, I can see how that could be easy. But that doesn't necessarily necessarily mean that your marriage is not broken because you guys had sex. No, that just means that your bodies still function the way they're supposed to function. And I wish people would 100% separate a normal, healthy, loving relationship physical relationship because I can have a physical relationship with someone and not love them, not even know their name. That's what one night stands are. Come on people. You know, does that break? Does that ooze trust? Maybe not, but no, I don't think you should have a judge be able to say, well, y'all did the birds and bees acting. Something entered into something else, and now you're not as that can't mean that your marriage is broken. You guys could still do that. That judge has never had angry sex before. <laughs> like, God, revenge sex. There's so many out there. So, um, again, apologies to anybody that is sensitive about the topic, but yeah. My so it's like that can't no. be good for people who, even if it is, because no. like, we all have. We all pretty much feel the same way about reality people, reality stars. I think we're all on the same thing. And when you're seeing this in the news, yeah, yeah, you're like, 
come on now, you know. But there are people who are in stuff like that where it's so toxic, where, you know, there are relationships that should be broken up, but they stay for the sex. And I was like, that can't be healthy for that relationship at all. No. I'm going to go with no. It's crazy, man. It's not healthy. Even if this is something for TV, please don't. Just get play divorced already and ha-ha, jokes on us and keep moving. Um, So (laughs) here's the thing tonight. We've got a couple more things to go. Uh, we've got a little bit of potpourri and then 10 questions uh, with Mary. Uh, oh, I also had like a couple. You know what? Here's the thing. I'm going to do the smoking gun files first. Uh, I guess they're unfortunately not funny, funny stories, but that's why I'm kind of doing Aww. these first. No, they're not really. I mean, you take it how you want it. <laughs> Just odd <laughs> stories of weird people. Um, the first smoking gun story. Uh, comes from a Florida woman. Boy, <laughs> 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 Got to start that way. Um, she is facing a felony charge after allegedly shoving a bag of dog poop into the face of an elderly neighbor. Callie oh, Roberts, oh. 28, was arrested on Sunday morning after a confrontation at the mobile home park. God, this just has all to make this a story, doesn't it? Uh, where she and the 76-year-old victim live in separate residences. According to a complaint uh, charging Robinson uh, with battery on a victim 65 years or older, she became upset with Daniel Powell, who, quote, would always speak to her while she walked her dog. Robinson cops say took an unsecured bag of dog feces and pushed it into Powell's face, leaving feces smeared on his face, and the bag on the ground. The dog waste bag matched those in the defendant's possession, and she ultimately admitted to the battery. Robertson, who was released from jail uh, on Monday after posting $2,500 bond, pled not guilty to the third-degree felony. He would always mm-hmm. speak to her, so that was the reason you... Yeah. But unfortunately, that is not the oddest story of the week. Um, If you have kitties in the room, I would suggest that you probably distract them while I go through this next story. This, um, God, this is just all out bad. So a funeral home worker responsible for transporting dead bodies into Nebraska County is suspected of having an intimate encounter with a life-size sex doll he found in the apartment of a deceased person, according to a felony criminal complaint. Investigators say that Ryan Smith and a colleague were dispatched last week to a home in Omaha to collect the body of an individual who died there. A sex doll was inside the residence at the Rock Creek Apartments complex. Police allege that Smith subsequently called the property manager and claimed that the local sheriff had asked him to collect the sex doll for evidentiary purposes. Smith's request was denied by the manager, who later returned to the apartment and heard noises emanating from the unit, which had been locked from the inside with a deadbolt chain. After Smith exited the home with his clothes disheveled, the property manager called cops, who later busted Smith on a felony burglary charge. With deputies planning to seek DNA samples from the sex doll, additional charges are possible. What I don't know. 
Smith was fired from his job with Mid-America First Call, which, according to his website, specializes in removals, transportation, and bombing, cremations, and shipouts. Just what the... Well, okay, first of all, nobody should be using that doll from here on out. Why not? If he's okay with it, let him have it. No, that, no, that is not okay. How is that not okay? Not, how do we know? What do we know what type of toy it was? That person's stuff is probably all over that doll. You don't know if they cleaned it. Would you I go behind you know what? somebody else's I don't care stuff? about it. Are you going to buy huh? it? It's going to go in the garbage. If that guy wants it, give it to him. <laughs> but I love the fact that they said the deputies are planning to seek DNA samples for the sex doll. <laughs> oh. Who has a job of doing that? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Good Lord, man. Uh, <laughs> there's just some weird people out here. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, but that was uh, <laughs> that was that. So coming up, uh, we've got a couple of interesting stories here about Halloween, which is coming up in a few weeks, and then we have ten questions. Uh, tonight with Mary, but a bonus retro moment of the week. Uh, I know that this is probably one of Mary's favorites, so we decided on the occasion of her birthday to play it. And um, <laughs> we will be right back with more Page Well with Laura Mary. Mr. Clean gets rid of dirt and grime and grease in just a minute. Mr. Clean will clean your whole house and everything that's in it. Floors, doors, walls, halls, white sidewall tires, and old golf balls. Think those bathtubs he'll do. He'll even help clean laundry, too. Mr. Clean gets rid of dirt and grime and grease in just a minute. Mr. Clean will clean your whole house and everything that's in it. Can he clean a kitchen sink? Quicker than a wink. Can he clean a window sash? Faster than a flash. Can he clean a dirty mirror? He'll make it bright and clearer. Can he clean a diamond ring? Mr. Clean cleans anything. Mr. Clean gets rid of dirt and diamond grease in just a minute. Mr. Clean will clean your whole house and everything that's in it. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Welcome back to page one with LaVar Mary on this Friday night. October 13th, 2023. <laughs> yes. uh, I did promise you a couple of stories out of the, the Halloween bins here. Uh, of course, it's time to bring out the ghost schools and goblins from storage as spooky season has approached and everyone's getting ready to celebrate. So everyone always has a favorite costume each year. Do you know what the favorite costume is for this year? For this year? Yep. Mm, no, Barbie. I'm guessing Barbie. Yes. That's the big yes. one. Yes, it's all things Barbie. <laughs> People can't get enough of Barbie. Um, so, so much that Spirit Halloween, the popular Halloween store here, created a wide selection of Barbie costumes with replicas of the iconic movie outfits. Um, 85% of um, said Barbie will probably be seen. Ken, 11%. Uh, 2% said Wednesday Adams, of course, from the popular Wednesday series on Netflix. Um, so according to Spirit Halloween employees at multiple stores, Barbie and Ken costumes have been this year's most sold adult costume. Those include the Barbie and Ken roller skating outfits, the Barbie cowgirl, cowgirl outfit, 
the Western Ken outfit, weird Barbie, Barbie and Ken boxes, and the Barbie beach dress. Uh, other Barbie merchandise includes Barbie and Ken t-shirts and the Barbie pink sweater. Uh, it's not just adults who love Barbie, but kids as well. as kid costumes, including the Barbie undercover jumpsuits, the cowgirl, the cowgirl outfit, and the Barbie doll box. Um, since opening in the third week of September, Spirit Halloween uh, said that the first thing to go was the Halloween decor and decorations. This year, the most popular Halloween decorations were skeletons, um, with the employees admitting that people couldn't get enough of the spooky, scary skeletons. Um, a lot of people say you can dress them up however you want. Uh, some people were even dressed up as skeletons as Barbie this year. So there was a popular uh, pumpkin skeleton that sold out. Did you hear about this? It was like uh, Lewis, I think is the name of the, the pumpkin. And I think it's $180. Or it was $180 online. And it became a viral TikTok sensation. Sold out. Can't find it anywhere. Um, hmm. So, yeah. And then we always talk about candy. Uh, the According to the online candy retailer, candystore.com, a whopping 96% of people who celebrate Halloween will buy candy, spending an average of $31.93 each. Uh, of course, that 4% probably are the ones who are buying toothbrushes. <laughs> uh, but, and the oranges. Right. Uh, the company cites uh, data from the National Retail Federation, which estimates that overall Halloween candy spending will hit $3.6 billion this year. A 16% jump over last year. So what are we buying? Candystore.com has analyzed its sales data for the past 15 years to determine the top 10 Halloween candies are in. Um, do you know what I'm, I'm going to oh, say? I'm not, we're not going to sit here and guess all 10. Uh, do you know at least what five out of the 10 are? If I had to guess which of course I am. Um, I'm thinking Snickers are in there. Kit Kat uh, are in there. I'm trying to think of what's in my, I'm going to give you all five and then we can kind of figure it out. Okay. Um, Snickers, Kit Kat. Like, oh, there's sweet one. Sweet tarts maybe. Um, I'm trying to think of what's in my, what's in the aisles. Um, M&M's, oh, God, and candy corn. Those are the big, those are the big ones in the, the grocery stores I go to. So I will tell you, yes, no, no, yes, yes. So the top 10 from numbers 1 to 10 in order, Reese's Cups was number one. Mm-hmm. Number two was M&M's. Number three was hot tamales. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Number four was Skittles, five was Sour Patch Kids, six was Starburst, seven was Hershey Kisses, uh, eight was Candy Corn, nine was Hershey's Mini Bars, and ten was Snickers. Now, as far as state-by-state numbers go, uh, they found the the favorite candies of 50 states. Uh, We do have questions about a couple of you all. Uh, in Nevada, where Mary is at, the popular candy there were the Hershey's mini bars. Uh, here in Illinois, it was Sour Patch Kids. 
I will tell you, uh, I'll give you a couple of states here. Uh, Colorado, like Milky Ways. You know, uh, I'm a fan of Milky Way. Connecticut. It's a nice alternative to the Snickers. Yeah. Connecticut liked Almond Joy. <laughs> also a favorite of mine. Jolly Ranchers were the favorite in Georgia. Um, in Minnesota, it was Hot Tamales. Tootsie Pops in New Jersey. New Mexico liked Hot Tamales as well, as did North Dakota. Um, candy Corn was the favorite in Utah. <laughs> Surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah. They're the ones that sold out the Amish. Yeah. I did but not say that. Book. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I guess in trouble. Um, it's your birthday. Uh, but the site actually listed the top three candies for each state, and then one of the biggest surprises, this particular candy was the runner-up choice in four states, in Nebraska, Tennessee, Washington, and Wyoming. Only one of which is any close to what it actually is named. But Taffy listed high on that huh. list. You would think that would be uh, higher in, like, New Jersey where it was founded. Like, saltwater yeah, Taffy was of, on the East Coast. No one's close to the actual saltwater. Um, and Oregon residents are the most likely to hand out full-size candy bars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. That is what is you'll find on your Halloween uh, doorstep this year. So, so with that, uh, it is Barry's birthday today. Uh, one of the things that I have never done uh, on this show is submit her to a lot of questioning. I don't think we ever. I don't think I ever have. Uh, no. And probably because you knew you would regret it. <laughs> no, no, I, I actually think it'll be a lot. Of, I love doing this. I started this oh, about a year or two ago on the 411 Lounge. And one of the things that I like to do is ask 10 questions because I feel that out of the normal questions that I ask guests, sometimes I find out surprising things. But on the spur of the minute, when we do lightning round or 10 questions or whatever you want to call it, some of the questions spontaneously could be very funny and some thought-provoking. Um, so I will ask you the question that I always ask each guest. Are you ready to play lightning round? Yeah. Go okay. for it. Hit me up. All right. Question number one. What's the best way to start the day? <laughs> There's a couple of different ways to start the no, Um <laughs> I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I'm already giggling. This is not a good thing. <laughs> so the way I want to start my day is not. I know that sounds weird, but, like, I don't want to have to start my day. I don't want to have to get up. I don't want to have to get out of bed. But if I get breakfast in bed, like, this is ideal. So if there's somebody out there, hint, hint, hey, you listening, take notes. Um, breakfast in bed with coffee, where I like it. Um, having me be able to go downstairs at my leisure, and I say downstairs, it could be on the first floor or whatever, but not have to get out of my bed unless I want to. Um, that would be, like, ideal. Every day, though, my best thing, like, in my brain, the way that I know my day has started is when I make my bed. 
I know that sounds weird, but when my bed is made, that means my day gets to start. And that is one of the few things I do every day. And LeVar knows it. I even make my bed when I'm not laying in my own bed. Like, whatever bed I'm in, I'm going to make it. And LeVar knows this about me. So, but that's, that's my day. If my bed is made, that means my day has started. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought you were going to go to rap. Some of my guests usually go, but you did not. Which, Sex is good. Like, that, that's, Sex is always good. You know, that's normally what some say. That could be before uh, breakfast in bed. Or after. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> which, which is a funny thing. I, I don't want to go off the topic here. I think a lot more women like the morning sex than they probably would evening. I'm starting to find okay. that is a favorite of a lot of people for some reason. Uh, or some say after a nap. Uh, <laughs> uh, advice that the you of today would give to 16-year-old Mary. Oh, God, get over yourself. <laughs> I could look at my 60-year-old me, that would be the first three words that would fall out of my mouth is get over yourself. At 16, I was insecure. I'm still insecure in a lot of things, but I was so insecure. I thought everybody was looking at me and making fun of me and talking about me and all those other things. And now looking back at it, it's like, you know, they probably weren't. All of that stuff is in my head. So, like, and even if they were, who cares? Mm -hmm. Who cares? So, yeah, that would. (laughs) (laughs) Question number three. Uh, If someone said, all right, you get a celebrity date for your birthday all day long, you and this person hang out, who would it be? Oh, God. First one that popped in my head was Chris Evans. He's adorable. I want to pack him up and put him in my pocket. That He's got a great laugh and a good sense of humor. And I would keep him forever and you would never find him again. He'd be locked in my basement. Um, that's the first one that popped in my head. But there's a couple of them that I would, I mean, there's a couple of celebrity dates that I'd love to do. Um, can I get a, can I get like two and one? If I could get sure, two and one, I'd do Michael sure, Sheen birthday, and David Tennant. Wait, I would, those two, David Tennant and Michael Sheen, if I could, again, if I could, but I'd have to have them together because they're like a married couple to each other. And I want to just be part of that energy. You know, okay. like I, I want to be in there. Like I want to be folded up in their pockets and just kind of hang out for the day. That would be amazing. <laughs> There's a few people. Okay. Um uh- Question number four, and I'm going to give a little bit of background to this. Mary is a big University of Michigan fan. Uh, a little backstory. Their fight song, The Victors, was written in November of 1898. Uh, it was first played in public by John Philip Sousa's band in May of 1899 in Ann Arbor. Sousa later called it the best college march he's ever written. But my trivia for you is in the official version of The Victors, how many times does the word hail, H-A-I-L, appear in the fight song? <laughs> oh, God, in the original? Yes. <laughs> now i got to stop and think what the original even was. I want to... You have 20 seconds. <laughs> Pulsar minus one. 
say it's only like six. It's there's not as many hail like hails in the original because the original had more. It was wordier. Oh, I can't even think of it. Is no, that your I'm wrong. Answer? I know I'm wrong. <laughs> there's like, is, is that your final answer? Six. Yeah, I'll go with my final answer. Ooh. I knew I was wrong. It was much. Yeah. It was much wordier back then. The answer is thirteen. <laughs> thirteen times. See, now I'm counting it now in my head. And the thing is, is in the last three verses, it appears. I think. Uh, let's see, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. <laughs> like 11 times in the last oh, <laughs> alone. So, yes. Um, yeah. 13 Maybe times. I just didn't get to the last verse in my brain. Because yeah. I'm like, I'm doing the current version in my brain. I'm only up to yeah. seven. <laughs> we, we, we go old school on this one. <laughs> um, uh, all right. Question number five. But I'm singing so, it Tom, in my head. <laughs> so... Question number five. Kylie Minogue has her butt insured for $5 million. Heidi Klum has her legs insured for $2 million. Which body part would you insure and why? You know what? Here's, here's, it's, it's the one I would insure and the one that I hate. But I would actually insure my eyes. I really do like and it's one of my favorite parts of like, especially my face, but it's one of my favorite parts is that the the color is a warm brown. It's not it's not like tan, it's not too dark, it's it's a very warm brown. And then on top of that, I think they, they, they're a very pleasant shape. I can't see out of them. <laughs> I like this of that. But they they're they're like they're one of the, the one of the best features of my face. I will do it that way. They're one of my favorite features of my face, and they're very highlightable. Um, second, one that came in second would be my legs. I do have some pretty nice legs. They're short, but they're mine. So, that's what right. I have to say. Uh, I've got to skip ahead to question number nine because I gave you the answer earlier. Uh, I said that today was no bra day, but true or false, is there no panty day? I already gave you the answer. Yes, there so, is. Yes, there is. <laughs> it's not on the same day as no bra day because yeah. I got asked the question, why can't they be on the same day? Creepers well, have way too much fun with that. Um, uh, yeah, but yes, there is a no panty day. It's in June. All right. So now back to the question. I'm going to skip around here because I like these. Um <laughs> The double entendre question that I always ask. Um, foot long, bun length, plump, or little smoky? <laughs> I love it. I love that you asked that question, sir. And in the hot dog realm, I like bun length. In, in the other realm, <laughs> plump would be my favorite. Not an I never said what. I just asked. <laughs> foot, foot long in either era, in any place, is just a waste of giant. <laughs> it's scary. <laughs> just too much. <laughs> Some people don't think that. 
in Vegas. I give you five dollars at the casino. What game are you playing? Farmville. Whatever game Lavar points me to, because that's the game <laughs> I win on. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm usually good luck like that. Um, <laughs> you can't even argue with me. One hundred percent. That's what I would do. Uh, uh, no, she's gonna go to one I probably will point to. Farmville. Uh, <laughs> Now, this is a hard question. Take your time with this. You're on a desert island. You can only one of the two shows to watch until you're rescued. Is it The Joy of Painting with Bob Ross, or is it New Yankee Workshop with Norm Abram? Oh, you had to be that guy, didn't you? <laughs> you're awful. That's so mean. That's so mean. Um... Dang it. <laughs> I hate you so much for this. Um, no, I have to think. Do I want to sleep a lot or do I want to? <laughs> 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 you know, it's probably going to be Norm April. I'm going to say it's probably Norm April. There yeah. we go. I would there watch there. Norm. There we go. <laughs> I would watch Norm. Uh, yes. And then the final question, what's the best way to end the day? Answer to number one, except in reverse. Make me dinner, put me to bed. Sex is always good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's let's, let's rewind. I really like ending the day, like that, that, like 30 minutes before you're ready to go to bed, like Mm -hmm. giggles, laughter, smiles. What else can you giggle, laugh, and smile at with another person other than just, like, having jokes and that kind of thing? But it's usually over a meal. It's usually within, you know, like, sometimes there's alcohol involved. Sometimes it's in, while you're having sex. Any of those things, thumbs up as a good end of, the, end of my day. Um, but, yeah, like, if every day, if every day I could go to bed, with either with someone or just having been presence of someone that made me giggle and laugh and smile. It's a good day. I think that's a good way to end it. Um, you have survived 10 questions. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't even know them ahead of time. So I couldn't even prepare. I had to go. <laughs> well, yeah. See, 10 questions is fun. That is a normal thing that we do on the 411 Lounge when it is on. So you'll have to, the next time we have an esteemed guest at the 401 Lounge, you'll have to listen for 10 questions. So that's 10 questions. <laughs> but with that, uh, the clock on the wall is telling us that it is just about time to go. But before we do, I do want to wish my wonderful friend a happy birthday again. She is a joy to all that knows her and I know that even for those of you who listen on this broadcast as you have for 200 shows um, know that and you hear that and I will tell you what you hear is the person that you get. <laughs> so there is no you can't you can't fake what happens on this show. Um, so yes, I hope that this new chapter, this current chapter of uh, uh, this new year uh, is the best one yet. Um, And yeah, I wish we could have done more on this birthday, but unfortunately I can't play uh, specific music for fear of uh, copyright. (laughs) 
Um, so we can't do that. And I can't say it because I would probably have the attorneys at my door. So we won't do that. Uh, but I will wish you a happy birthday. Uh, no shout outs for me except to my friend here whose birthday is today. Shout out to her. Um, and to all of you who stayed up late and listened to us, put up with us, uh, and listened to us for 200 shows, or even if you listen for 10, 20 of them, 50 of them, 100 of them, or all 200, thank you. Uh, I, I mean that because we do this pretty much for fun. <laughs> if you listen, it's just an added bonus. Uh, if you enjoy it, tell a friend. Uh, but, yeah, of course, you can listen to us every Friday night here. Uh, 10 o'clock Eastern, 9 o'clock Central, except on nights when we're off, but uh, generally we're here. Uh, <laughs> and, of course, you can always catch us wherever there are podcasts, Apple, iHeartRadio, or Spotify. Uh, did you have any shout-outs for today? Yeah, actually, um, uh, a former coworker and now just good friend, um, their birthday is Sunday. Um, so happy birthday to them. Happy birthday to Owen. He is my little boyfriend. I don't care what you say. He is the cutest little thing ever. Um, his birthday is tomorrow. So happy birthday to him. And then we've got, I've got an anniversary and then another birthday next week. So happy birthday to those people as well. All my heart, all my love. It is just amazing. And anybody else that's having a birthday in our anniversary in the next couple of days, like, October babies rule. 100% rock on, dudes. Love you all. There you go. You can argue with me. I'll take you toe-to-toe. Let's go. Feeling a little spicy. Well, I hope that uh, all of you enjoyed our national uh, no-bra day edition of H1. Carry this on throughout the year. Uh, Thanks so much for listening for Mary. I love our, we will see you back here next week. And as always, take care of yourselves and each other. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening to Page One. Don't forget to get the latest show info on Twitter at News Comment BTR and add us as a podcast on Apple, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and other platforms where we can be found. 